Alright, welcome everybody to the 24th episode of the Epic Balin Podcast. Today we have with us Terry Kinsman with Rocking Our Guest Ranch. Hello Terry. Hi, how are you? Hey, not too bad. <laughs> Thank you for, for coming on our podcast. You have a great little business out there. I mean, or maybe not so little. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, we started the guest ranch in 2006, and we have two cabins on the ranch. So the guests have their own private space. There is a hot tub out there between the two cabins, as nice. well as a campfire or a fire pit. Yes, it's great. We have massage therapists that come out to the ranch if you want to book a romantic getaway with a four-course dinner and a massage and chocolate dip strawberries and champagne. In the summer, we have a fly fishing guide, so they can do a fly fishing adventure. We are located just 40 minutes from Calgary, so close to the town of Strathmore. I tell people to take the road less traveled. I know a lot of people go to Banff, heading west all the time, but if you head east, there's all kinds of gems in the Canadian Badlands to discover, so check us out along the way. It would be a lot less touristy, I would think. You know, you're not, you're not smothered by tourism, probably, when you, when you go out there, and it's more of an intimate experience. Right. So we have lots of space on the ranch, lots of fresh air. The cabins have their own private barbecue spaces. Both have private decks. All the buildings on the property face west, so we still have a view of the mountains. And um, we have a beautiful view of the lake. Uh, Lots of spaces to just kick back and relax if that's what you want to do. But we have all kinds of packages if you're interested in doing something like that. We're not too far from the Rosebud Dinner Theatre. And we're very close to the Drumheller Valley. So there's hoodoos and dinosaur museums and coal mines and all kinds of things to explore in that region. Oh, that's awesome. Now, when you say you have different packages, like uh, what would that include? So, I mean, I'm assuming Mule Rocking, our guest ranch is probably, um, I don't know enough about horses to, to put a label on anything, but do you do anything like that? Yeah, we do have equestrian packages, so you can book a day trip into the Canadian Badlands for a ride, or you can book a day trip to the Rocky Mountains, and so we would trailer you and our horses out there, and that includes your horses, all of your tack, and a lunch at the base camp as well. This is really just for guests that are staying out at the ranch, because it is a full-day activity. And we also, if if that's too much for you, like if you just want to ride horses for an hour or two, then we could take you on a ride around the local countryside. There's some beautiful views there as well. And we have an introduction to horseback riding. So if you're not familiar with horses, then we take everything one step at a time for you. Ensure that your safety is taken care of and that you're comfortable riding. And all of our packages are are basically geared with your comfort level in mind. So we don't do the typical nose to tail trail rides that quite often happen on guest ranches. We don't take 30 people out at a time. Each group is taken out privately. So if it's just a couple, it's just the two of you. If it's a family, it's just the four or five of you. So we make sure that you're comfortable and that, you know, as I said, safety is, is paramount with us. So, so yeah, we can do those sorts of things. We have also got a hay rack at the ranch. We do weddings, and so we have a, a horse-drawn wedding carriage, and we oh, have man. a sleigh if you want to do that in the winter as well. Especially now with with COVID and and all that going on, it's it's nicer to have like more intimate, smaller gatherings, right? How many people do you can you hold? We can typically accommodate 180 people in our event venue. We have a, a white wedding pavilion. 
Of course, with COVID, we can't entertain that many. The maximum right now would be 50. But we are doing several intimate weddings this season, so with groups of 50 or less. And we can still do a wedding this year if they want to do something like that next year. Hopefully, we can go back to doing weddings between 50 and 180, which is what we would normally do. We can host family reunions, kids' parties, any kind of corporate event, so team-building activities. We have a Shaps and Champagne package that's a lot of fun. We teach you how to rope, and you get to go on a hayride, and then we have a barbecue and an open bar or a full bar. So we can do things like that. That'd be really good for like a, like a team building, like for a business kind of uh, outing. Yes, ab- absolutely. We do do team building events for sure. Learning how to rope would be good. <laughs> Keep everybody <laughs> yeah, in line. We don't, <laughs> we don't use actual cows. We have roping dummies so that we're not, yeah. no animals will be hurt in the process. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we do have several packages. So we have romantic getaways, which includes a four course dinner in your cabin or you can add a four-course dinner to any of our packages. We have a Rosebud Dinner Theater package. As I said, fly fishing. Oh, fly fishing sounds cool. So do you have, like you mentioned, an introductory course to horse riding and then the equestrian events. But yes. fly fishing, yep. is there like introductory to that as well? Yep. You don't have to have any experience and you don't need any equipment. Our guide will provide everything that you need, including the bait. They pick you up at the ranch, take you out to the Bow River and provide instruction and lunch. So you get that, you have them for either a half day or a full day, whichever you prefer. And they pretty much always catch fish on the river. So our guests have been pretty excited about that. As I said, no experience necessary for that. Our guides are awesome guys. So they have a lot of fun with our guests out there. It's a beautiful float down the river too. Like it's really scenic. Oh, I bet. I bet. It's a, and I, I always look at like, I love boating and I love, love the idea of fishing my my uh, my patience level is is extremely low, but I always look at people. I always look at people that are fly fishing, and I like. I think it's so zen. I think it's it's great to be yeah to, to do that. So no, it's something I always thought it would be cool to try, but I'm like I don't even know where to begin. So that would be that would be a cool yeah. like little adventure to check out. Exactly, and you don't have to buy any equipment, and they pick you up at the ranch, take you out on the river, and drop you back at the ranch. So you don't even have to drive out there. Again, with dealing with our our current climate for for travel and whatnot, this is a great way to experience your own backyard. Totally. I have a lot of artist friends and musician friends that are always saying, oh, there's nothing to do out here. You know, got to go to Vancouver, got to go to BC. And this is something where, right. where you can, you can say, Hey, this is unique to Southern Alberta and, uh, right. and the Calgary area. Really, you're not having to travel that far, but you're, you're going to be really out experiencing the elements and, and doing something different, right? And getting out on horseback, riding, fly fishing, boating, you know, that would be, that'd be awesome, like a little weekend adventure. For sure. Yep. It is definitely lots to do out at the ranch. We have a six day fly drive itinerary. So if people are coming and aren't familiar with the area, then I usually include that in my email back to them so that they can plan their stay in the area. Oh yeah. That's, that's awesome. So, so you have, um, weekend excursions yep. and weekly and we have a two-night minimum at the ranch because it's hard to do much if you're only staying for a night. Yeah. But um, they can book two nights or six nights. We have a six-night special if they're staying longer. Both cabins have snack kitchens and everything you need to make a meal. Both cabins, as I said, have barbecues. So some people just love to, to get together with family or friends and cook. So that's certainly possible. We deliver a two-course hot breakfast to your cabin every morning. 
And our guests say that they're not usually too hungry at lunch after having one of our breakfasts. <laughs> so maybe some snacky things in the afternoon and then barbecue up some Alberta beef on your barbecue in the evening or have a campfire and roast hot dogs and marshmallows. If you've got kids, they really like that. Right on. What was it that got you into it? What inspired you to start? Well, we stayed at a bed and breakfast in Seashell, BC. Our friends, Chris and Krista Cutlin, owned and operated the first the Tranquility Bay property and then the Tawanak Hotel. And I'm a diver, so I wanted to dive in Canada. So Chris is a dive master and we went out and did some diving and went back there several times and just really loved what they were doing with their B&B. They had a little cabin in the yard as well as some suites in their home. And so we talked to them about potentially doing the same sort of thing and they came out to the, we got to be friends with them over time, but they came out to the ranch and acted as consultants on the project and said, you know, because you're a ranch, you should really put in cabins as opposed to guest suites in the house. Although we do have one of those two that we use just for overflow. Um, We find that people love the cabin, the fact that they have their own space. And especially now with COVID, they're not in a hotel. They're not touching elevator buttons. They're not in a dining room with a hundred people. So lots of, you know, private space, everything is sanitized before they get there. And I think they feel very comfortable, very safe when they're at the ranch. I should mention too that we also have a Heartland package because the Heartland series is so popular. I think they're heading into season 14, if I'm not mistaken. And so we've created a package where we do four hours of horseback riding over a three-day period. And they can decide how they want to split that up with one of our guides. And it's a personal package, again, just for them or their family. And then we've done some touring in High River and so have picked out all the highlights that showcase the Heartland series and they can go to High River and have lunch or supper or both and hit the museum there. The curator at the museum is amazing and they've got a ton of Heartland props and whatnot from the series. And quite often our guests, when they're at the uh, Maggie's Cafe or Maggie's Tack and Feed, they quite often run into the film crews because they've been filming while some of our guests are there and the, the stars of the show are amazing. They come out, they give autographs, Some of our guests have even actually participated as extras in some of the uh, series. So they've really loved that. So yeah, they just, they come, they come from all over the world to do this Heartland package. We've had guests from Japan, guests from Australia, from different parts of the United States, from England, from France. If you're getting people from all around, what are you, what are you doing to market? Mostly comes in through the internet. But we are running Facebook advertising campaigns. We're on Twitter, Instagram. A lot of the wedding stuff goes through Instagram. And then we're on a wedding booking site as well, Wedding Wire. So some of the couples, most of our wedding traffic does come through Wedding Wire. But uh, I would say most of our bookings, um, in particular the international bookings, they're finding us on the, the World Wide Web. Right on. So my question to most people when I'm, when I'm interviewing them here is, because we are in the Calgary area, I always like to ask, are you originally from the Calgary area or are you from somewhere else? Because there's a lot of, like, we have so much migration or immigration into Calgary. I was not born in Calgary. I was born in Regina, Saskatchewan, and I did live in Sherwood Park, which is just outside of Edmonton for a few years. And then our family moved to Calgary when I was probably around 11. And so I had lived in Calgary until the time that we moved to the ranch, but we've been out on the ranch now for, uh, I think 27 years, actually. Oh, so wow. Over time, we've just, 
added additional infrastructure. And like I said, now we do weddings and events as well as the cabin rentals and the equestrian activities. So it's quite a big operation that you have there. What is some advice that you would give somebody that's looking to start up a business, especially because you have something successful that's kind of unique? What advice would you have for somebody looking to start up a business? I would start with, you know, get a few people together who are experts in their field and just bounce your ideas off them. And they'll tell you what works and what doesn't work for them, which is always great intel. Certainly, if you're in rural Alberta, connect with Community Futures. I have nothing but good things to say about the business development, the BDC. That is a bank that truly understands entrepreneurs and they're very supportive of entrepreneurial adventures, if you will. I mean, you need to do something that Well, I say you need to do something that you know you love to do. However, I spent most of my career in the Canadian oil and gas industry and had a great career, loved loved my time there. But when I moved into the tourism world, I totally reinvented myself and found out that tourism can be a lot more fun than oil and gas. But it goes back to being a people person and loving to spend time with people. So, you know, you need to think about whether that's something that you want to do and but certainly if you have an area of expertise or you love for example kayaking maybe you want to start up a kayaking business i mean do something that you're going to love to do every day because that's basically what you're going to be doing i love cooking and i love meeting people and marv loves people as well and loves working with horses so we've kind of found the perfect combination of that for the two of us and i think that um it's been very successful right on so We've had to miss out on Stampede this year and just in yeah, thinking about true. that and thinking like this would be a really good experience to get out there and, and just knowing yourself and Marvin, what kind of background is say Marvin coming from that, that may be relatable to, to Stampede or events or is there anything? Well, Marvin's definitely a cowboy. I mean, our story <laughs> is the classic cowboy meets princess. So I think I've graduated to barn princess now. So I get out in the, in and around the horses more than I used to, but Marv actually has worked for the Calvary Stampede on the rodeo stock crew for probably close to 30 years, I think. So every summer, he, even when he was working in the oil industry, he would take, you know, 12, 15 days of his vacation and go park himself at Stampede Park and work with horses and cattle and whatnot all day long. So he loves rodeo, loves working with horses, very passionate about the Calgary Stampede. We have a lot of guests every year that come and because we're an accommodation provider for the Calgary Stampede, we actually have access to really good seats. So they book their rodeo tickets, check wagon tickets through us. And, you know, sometimes we have taken guests to and from their events just because they're not either familiar with the side of the road that we drive on or they are a little confused being in the city of Calgary because it's a, a big city. So we do ferry them back and forth to the events at the Stampede and uh, make recommendations as to how they might set up their day and what kinds of things they want to get involved with on the ground. So it was sad this year when the Stampede cancelled. In fact, I heard that they cancelled from one of my guests that were coming from overseas before I heard it from the Calgary Stampede because oh, wow. they sent a note and said that their tickets, their tickets had been cancelled but that they would be given the same seats the following year, roughly the same time. So a lot of our guests this year that couldn't come from overseas just said, you know what, just move me to the same dates next year and we're coming in. So they're quite passionate about coming to Alberta and seeing the Calgary Stampede and and having a good time on the greatest outdoor show on earth. And that's something I think that we tend to forget, you know, like living, living here and growing up here is that we do have some beautiful landscapes and we do have some, some really cool things to do. Like, like the Rocky Iron Guest Ranch, 
Right. Because it's so everyday for us, we don't think about we don't think about it as much as maybe somebody from Japan or or Sweden right. or right. I mean, you don't have to go too far in Alberta for beautiful scenery. I don't know if if you've been to Dinosaur Provincial Park, which is closer to Brooks, oh, yeah. but when you step onto the property there, it's like being on a different planet. Honestly, you think you've landed on Mars or something. It's it's so incredible out there. And riding on Stone Provincial Park, you know, certainly the Rockies, but everyone knows of the Rockies. But there's so many other places in Alberta that are just absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, stunning scenery for sure. Mm-hmm. And this is like uh, doing a little bit of research on you guys too before, before our interview here. One of the things I'm really surprised at is the affordability of it, right? Like when you compare it to other places you may go to, you mentioned Banff earlier or and this just being, you know, again, at our doorstep, just, just as easy as getting to Banff. And, and for how intimate it is and how of unique of an experience it is, what you get out of it, I think the value is, is amazing. Well, I like to think so. We pride ourselves on five-star service and all of our reviews on TripAdvisor are five out of five. And guests that do come out there, especially the ones that come from Calgary, the ones that decide to venture east instead of west, are shocked when they get to the ranch. The property is all professionally landscaped. We have tons of trees, so they tend to think we're halfway to Saskatchewan and that there's not a tree in sight, but that really isn't true of the ranch. It's just a beautiful location with amazing views. So I think when the Calgary traffic does come out there, and they're they're coming out more and more now, we have a lot of repeat clients from Calgary. So once they've been out once, they want to come back time and time again. We have several that have been out on multiple occasions or come back to celebrate anniversaries or birthdays or girls getaways. Lots of girls getaways right now. I think maybe moms are one tired of schooling their kids and two tired of being with their husband every day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that's, that's something that uh, I have a few friends that have, have said, okay, yeah, we got to take separate vacations because we've been locked up yeah. in an apartment <laughs> for, for the last couple months. And yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's it's good being in each other's company, but sometimes it can get a little much. <laughs> sometimes you need a break, right? Yeah. And so we yeah. offer, you know, spa services for the gals and they can either have a four course dinner or they can do their own cooking and just relax and have cocktails in the hot tub or on the deck with the view yeah. of the lake. So they seem to quite enjoy themselves. Yeah, that would be a nice little like yeah, excursion, whether it's for the fellas, go out and do some Fly fish a fly fishing weekend, fly or fish. for the for the ladies to go and have a spa, or or golfing. Oh, you have golfing. Yeah, there's at least ten golf courses within twenty minutes of the Rocking Our Guest Ranch, so you could book a weekend golf a different course every day if that's your thing. Oh, that's cool too. Again, with my patience, I don't know. <laughs> I've done golf a few times, and <laughs> yeah, not my game, not my game either. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, you know, even if it was a a girls' weekend out, they could go fly fishing if they want to. You know, that's a that's a right. We have some great pictures on our Facebook page of gals, two gals that went out fly fishing, and lots of times couples will go. But we had these two girls go, and they had just a blast with our our fly fishing guide and. One caught the tiniest fish I've ever seen, and the other one caught a huge one. So <laughs> Nice. What would you say have been some of your biggest challenges in setting up, especially a business within the tourism industry? Well, right now, anything in the tourism industry is a challenge because, obviously, we are looking at a far more limited market in terms of who can travel right now. So 
we lost all our international guests this year and of course all our weddings had to be moved to 2021 which was very hard on the couples and also hard on us financially but it is what it is so we're trying to work with the more intimate events and do what we can but yeah i don't know did i answer your question <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I would say that's for almost any business. I would say that this, what we're going through now, is is so unique and very difficult for every business. Like I don't think it, I don't think there's many businesses that it doesn't touch, unless you make yep, masks and true. hand sanitizer. Yeah, and, <laughs> I think, some are making money. Yeah, some, some are making money. Yeah, but yeah, it is it is tough, and it's like it's that's the one thing about being self-employed is that there is a lot of perseverance that I think you have to have. I mean, especially starting out, you have to be a jack of all trades. You're going to be in our business, you know, cleaning cabins, cleaning bathrooms, cooking, serving, changing the toilet paper, you name it, right? You have to be able to do everything. So, you know, when you first start out, you can't afford to hire a bunch of staff. So, and right now staff don't want to work. So, yeah, that's what they, that's what they say. They say you, when you walk when you walk into a business, look at the person holding the mop. They're probably the owner, <laughs> right? Like it's uh, yeah. it's <laughs> very true. Right on. So you're obviously open throughout all this. COVID being a concern to some people, what are some precautions that you're taking being in the tourism industry and having overnight stays and and whatnot? One of the really unique things again is that you're not going to a hotel and you're not pressing elevator buttons. You're not getting into a crowded elevator or being in, in crowded, very touristy spots. So, I mean, that's what, that's a, that's the one thing, obviously that's, that's unique about your uh, rocking our guest ranch, but uh, what are some of the other things that you're hmm. taking on? Like we always clean the cabins very carefully, but we're going through and sanitizing all of the doorknobs and all the touch points basically that people would be, touching like remotes and those sorts of things we provide personal bottles of hand sanitizer we had little rocking our guest ranch masks made if the guests choose we we always wear gloves preparing the food but if they would like us to wear masks while we're preparing their breakfast or their four course dinners we certainly will do that as well when we have events at the ranch all my staff wear masks and gloves and we provide gloves to the guests if they're passing food, like if they're having an intimate event and then they drop the gloves on the floor and we pick them up. We sanitize everybody going into the tent. We took everybody's temperature going into the tent. We've reduced the number of people allowed in the common spaces like the bar area, the washrooms. No, no more than six people at a table and the tables are spaced apart so that they are the two meters apart. You know, as I said, in the cabins, they have their own private space. There's lots of spaces they can be where there aren't other people. If they are using the hot tub, then we sanitize all the touch points at the hot tub before and after each group is in there. So, you know, just staying on top of all those sorts of things, making sure that all the common areas are sanitized at regular intervals or between between guest use. It's definitely a, a whole new process and just, just being like extra extra cautious with things and all the bedding gets done on a on a sanitation or a steam cycle now as well so oh um, yeah just you know we're just not taking any chances so yeah so number of animals that you have out on the guest ranch would it be uh obviously you have horses and is it like is it uh how many do you have out there right now we have 15 horses on the ranch two of them belong to one of our equestrian guides so the other 13 are ours and um 
We don't have any dogs or cats. We used to have both, but over time they've passed away and we haven't gotten new ones because not every guest likes dogs or cats. So we tend to stay away from that. There's lots of kites running around. There's lots of deer. The guests will quite often see that from their balconies of their cabins. We have lots of rabbits running around too right wow. now. So, um, Lots of, lots of wildlife, domestic lots of, and... Lots of wildlife, <laughs> yeah, lots of birds, all kinds of different birds. There's that, if they're into bird watching. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we talked a lot about the activities that you can do out there for the summer, and I think we kind of forget that there's uh, winter events and there's things that we, um, right. we can do out in the winter. So what, what kind of um, winter offerings does Rocking Our Guest Ranch provide? Well, we have snowshoes that they can rent, and they can snow shoe all around the ranch we also have sleigh rides so our team rosie and sadie can take you for a sleigh ride and marv always lets people drive the team so people quite enjoy that whether it's on the hay rack in the summer or on the sleigh in the winter and then just up the road from us just two minutes is a great toboggan hill and so we have toboggans as well if they want to take toboggans and go out there and then after their sleigh ride or their toboggan or their snowshoe will serve our signature hot chocolate and cookies, Christmas cookies. If it's around Christmas time, we do a lot of Christmas baking out at the ranch. So they get to enjoy that and warm up by the, the smaller cabin has a fireplace. The bigger cabin has a wood burning stove. They both have forced air furnaces and air conditioning as well, but they do have those other features for um, that winter ambiance. And we provide wood, as much wood as they want while they're at the ranch. Well, that's cool. It's it's definitely a, a unique business. I've I interview a lot of different unique businesses here, whether it be uh, a food truck or whether it be kickboxers or <laughs> all sorts of interesting um, or or party supply stores. <laughs> um, but um, um, it's definitely something a unique service, definitely within the travel industry. Being that we're kind of looking at more staycations, right. It's a great thing to check out, and I think for those that are going a little stir-crazy or those that have a little bit of wanderlust, I think it's something definitely worth checking out. Absolutely. We'll make sure they have a great time while they're at the ranch. Right on. And so if somebody wanted to contact you at the ranch, how would they do so? Um, They can email me. The email is info at rockingourguestranch.com, or they can give us a call at the ranch at 403 nine three four six nine seven four or they can go on our website rockingourguestranch.com and there is a, a reservation system attached to that and so they can make a reservation nice and do you have how's your availability is that, i mean i know you said you had uh, for some weddings canceling and we still have some available wedding weekends in the fall like in september the cabins are pretty booked i think there's some available space at the end of august but the bigger cabin is booked almost every day in August, and oh, I think wow. there's still some space available in the one-bedroom cabin for a couple, but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty busy. In the fall, it'll be quieter, so September, October, there's still some availability there, and, and we book for Christmas as well. We've had people stay out there for Christmas and for New Year's, so. Right on. So, so this is, it's really kind of stemming from like a, a passion project of yours is what this is. Right on. Yep. Yep. Well, that's, that is super, super cool, and we will definitely have people checking you out. Thanks, Ryan. No problem, and thank you for being my guest today. Oh, it was great talking to you. Oh, yeah, it was great talking to you, too. And until next time, stay epic. 
Thanks again for listening to Epic Phelan. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe. Give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RealRyanPhelan. And visit my website at thecalgaryrealestateguy.com. Until next time, stay epic.